This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Hello out there and welcome to episode 83 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sedita, and we are joined today by Lucas Villarreal. He is the co-owner, regional sales manager of Next Dimension Construction and Roofing. How are you doing today, Lucas? I'm doing great. Looking forward to the weekend. It's it's is today Tuesday? Oh, today's Thursday. All right. Thursday. So I was going to say, if you're already looking forward to the weekend, you guys have it. You guys have it good. My <laughs> week is so flown by that I thought it was Tuesday. I'm I'm totally out of it. Um. So we don't know when this is going to air, but we're actually recording here on Thursday. A little bit, so you know what the Good Neighbor Podcast is. Back in 2020, during COVID, when everybody was socially distant and businesses were struggling to get out their message about what they do to the community, the Good Neighbor Podcast was created in order to kind of bring that message to the neighborhoods that we go to. And in the last three years, the the podcast has grown into a national brand. So we have podcasts in Atlanta, we have podcasts in Virginia, all over the East Coast, and I'm fortunate enough to be the person in Tampa who does it here and gets to talk to business owners like you. So tell us a little bit about what is Next Dimension Construction and Roofing. Yeah, absolutely. So it all started off, um, you know, about eight eight years ago. It's a, like you mentioned, it's family owned. I'm one of the co-owners. So it's me, my two brothers and my father. Okay. Um, started a long time ago, eight years ago. Um, we actually moved down from central Illinois, started here in Florida. And uh, mainly just looking at the overall of the industry and the opportunities here in Florida um, is just really developing where we picked a land initially. And that was a, where is that? Ocala. Yeah, it's here in Ocala, Florida. So okay. that was our beginning stages right here, um, serving just, you know, within like a 20 mile radius. And then we have grown a lot, um, mostly in the last three years um, when we really started focusing on solely roofing. You know, okay. so we used to do everything as far as concrete, screen enclosures, uh, yeah. everything, even like drywall repairs. Um, <clears throat> focused in on roofing within the last three years. Um, and then we opened up another office. It just really started moving, moving a lot faster. And where's the second office? In, yep. Second office in Orlando. Um, and then also a third office right there in your backyard right now in Tampa. So we're serving everything from... Wow. Uh, basically just south of Sarasota and just north of Gainesville, coast to coast. So that's our service area now. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, so how many? So, so it's you and your two brothers and your dad. Did you guys do this in Illinois too, or was this kind of like moved here and kind of started something new? Absolutely. So, up in uh, Central Illinois, my dad owned a um, construction company doing everything under the sun. You know, so. Uh, we definitely picked up bits and pieces from that. Um, he ended up getting sick and changed his career. And then we kind of all went our own ways, um, you know, going through different uh, industries within the construction field, you know, laboring, operating. Um, and then also uh, one of my brothers was into management with a corporation. Um, we all decided that that wasn't what we wanted to do. And we decided to regroup down here in Florida. Any sisters? Yeah, yeah, we got a couple of sisters, but they're, they're not, not involved. involved. They just don't care. Yeah, they, no, then, they're. Uh, I got a sister. She's going. Um, going to college right now. She's going to be a. She's going for PT, and then I have another sister that's in the insurance uh, industry. 
So that was going to be my next question. Speaking of insurance, so do you guys decide to make the transition solely to roofing because the insurance system is so screwed up in Florida and people have to get new roofs every like 10 years now as opposed to 20 and 30 years? It's just more volume? Um, no. Like originally, originally um, it was not. It was just logistics. Like we were running in, you know, I'm sure you've heard this a million times, but the whole COVID factor you know, we were trying to do projects and, you know, started off at 10,000, you know, just general number. And we would expect it to get done within four weeks. And then it turns right. out to be 12 weeks and it's 20,000. So that's why we initially got in. Um, and honestly, even to this day, we don't deal a lot with insurance work. Um, I mean, we definitely have a fair share of knowledge and, you know, uh, process a lot of paperwork for insurance, but we always leave that up to the homeowner. Right. Um, deciding what route they want to go. So you guys cover essentially all of Central Florida. How many trucks are you running a day out of those three locations total? Yeah, quite a bit. We have about 50 employees and probably 30 trucks right now. Um, wow. That ranges like within sales, front office. Um, yeah, I get you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, our vehicles are sales and production. And then on a particular job, so what? how many guys are on a job? Five? Uh, a little bit more than that. Um, usually we run about an eight man crew uh, just to make sure that, you know, the property is being taken care of and then the job's getting installed as, as efficient as possible. Okay. So um, out of those 50 people you have, I mean, I'm just doing quick math. I mean, that's, that's, if it was all people out on the street, that's less than seven crews running. Uh, plus you have office staff and also, so are you running what, like four or five crews a day? Six crews Yeah, a day? we're running about three crews a day and, oh. um, Typically, we'll start the job off with more people just to make sure that the property is getting um, taken yeah. care of, um, getting the majority of the hard labor work taken care of, and then right. we'll move a couple guys around to, to do the finishing details. And then, so you, you already kind of talked a little bit about your story. I mean, you, you know, uh, whether we air the video of this or not, but you, you look like a young guy. I mean, the business has been in place in the last eight years, so... Were you like uh, in middle school? I mean, I don't want to insult you, but no. you, you look like you're, you know, pretty young. So, were you in middle school when your you, your dad and your brothers got into this, and this is just in your blood that you've, you know, kind of grown into it? Yeah, we've definitely all been a part of this. Like my dad started doing this stuff when he was eighteen, um, like legitly. I mean, but he's been working construction since he was like thirteen years old. Um, I'm 24 right now, so okay. it would put me at 16 years old. Yeah, yeah, all right. I, that, I was about right. I was about right. Yeah, yeah. No, fresh out the fresh out the locker room. But no, it's a uh, it's kind of long ways, really, within the last three years. And when Next Dimension first started up, actually, me and my father were not involved in it um, up until probably four years ago, and that's okay. when I believe like the growth really began. Um, mainly just because of the lack of help we had, um, before that, you know what it is too, when you focus on one area, like, listen, to have crews going and doing some, uh, interior remodel or putting on a deck or pouring concrete, like everybody has, you have to have a whole series of different skill sets and crews to work different stuff at different times. The nice thing about focusing on roofing, I mean, I'm sure you guys don't turn that stuff away if it comes in, but the reality is you can almost make it like cookie cutter, right? Like, I mean, every roof is different. I get all that, but it's it's kind of the same process. It's almost assembly line. So you could 
train all three crews and all bunch of guys. This is how we do it. This is how we demo. This is how we dispose. This is how we do X, Y, and Z. And it's it's almost a more of a turnkey process, I would think, than causing you to be able to do more jobs, more profit, et cetera. Absolutely. And uh, I, I, I believe like the less hands a product has to touch, you have the less error, you know, chance of error. And plus you specialize in it. Like you said, you have uh, processes that are refined day in and day out. And like I said, I think roofing is our, it is our bread and butter, but that was the one that we could set up our processes right from the get-go and like i said it's really really boomed our business within within the three years because well i mean our team does best it's probably maybe with the exception of <clears throat> yeah i deal with a lot of trades people right like with maybe the exception of air conditioning because other than having to navigate where duct work goes and things like that and houses here in florida are pretty generally open to do that um you're putting a unit in you're putting a handler in you're putting duct work in it's pretty straightforward Roofing is probably as close to the equivalent of that as possible because when you're going in putting in a gazebo or pouring concrete or or putting an addition on, everything is different. There's different plans. There's different codes in different areas. I mean, all that stuff's different. So yeah. focusing on that one thing, I mean, a smart smart business smart business planning on your you guys' part. That's uh, I love seeing stuff like that because <laughs> believe it or not, I talk to so many business owners. And a lot of them kind of get caught up in the minutia of day-to-day like operating and aren't thinking about how do I scale my business to the next level. And that is a prime, you know, prime example of got you guys looking at it and saying, hey, look, we could do this. It's the most standardized process we have, and boom, we can roll it out. And have you thought of changing the name to just next dimension roofing? Uh, yeah. So I think we were doing <clears throat> business as uh next mention roofing right now. Okay. So you um, got DBI. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Lucas. I mean, <clears throat> you've been doing this since you're, you know, probably playing football in high school and you get out of there or baseball or whatever you're doing. When you're not doing this, what do you do for fun? Are you a beach guy? I mean, you live up in Ocala where, you know, where are you based out of? Uh, I'm out of Ocala right now. I do a lot okay. of traveling and stuff between our offices, but that's actually funny you brought that up. Um, last night, I actually, I love to ride motocross. And last night, I, I got to pick up a, a bike that I've been wanting for a really long time. I don't What'd know you if get? you can see it. Oh, it's a, is that KTM, a, a Honda? Uh, it's KTM uh, 350. I just got to pick that one up last night. But uh, that's that's my Where do you go? You have tracks and stuff you, 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 grind, you ride at? Yeah, yeah, I ride around Palm Coast, Tampa, um, okay. Okefenokee, and in, in uh, Georgia. So mainly all tracks track. or trails. What are you mainly all, hitting? All tracks. All, all tracks. tracks. Yeah. And you do it competitively? Do you race? Yes. Yep. Really all fun. right. So tell me a little bit about that. So uh, I'm assuming there's all different circuits and all different like classes. I mean, are you in a specific class? Are you in like a 350 class? I mean, what's the different stuff? Yeah. So I just got that 350. Normally I ride uh, a 450. So I've been riding 450 um, B. It's just like kind of like a, uh, it's not the advanced cause that's ABC. That's how it works. A is advanced. C is beginner. I'm in an intermediate 450 B, but I've been riding um, a lot with friends and stuff on the weekend. Just um, I guess recreationally, not competitively. Just right, 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 right. Okay. But uh, it's all just local stuff here in Florida. 
it's funny, you know, like you get into that kind of world and there's like, it's almost like a subculture, right? Like, so I played competitive softball and it sounds kind of cheesy to play that. Like as an adult, I played it in my thirties and into my forties. Um, and there's all these different groups. There's all these different classes. You get to a certain level and you go to another class and all that stuff. So are you competing for trophies? Are you competing for money? Or are you competing just to talk trash? <clears throat> definitely not money. <laughs> definitely not money. <laughs> it it's costs uh, money more than anything else. Yeah, it's definitely a cost. Uh, it's more of a liability than an asset, but it's, uh, I just love it. I love the culture of it. And um, I started when I was pretty young. My dad, uh, I was lucky enough to have a dad that put me into that, into that sport. And uh, it stopped me a lot. It taught me a lot along the ways. And to be honest, it just got in my blood and I just love it. I love so it. So are you an adrenaline junkie besides motocross? I mean, do you yeah. have a fast car? <laughs> do you like to jump out of planes? Do you do any of that stuff? I have, I have not went skydiving. I've been trying to book something um, actually here recently to go do that, but yeah, I like that that um, butterfly feeling that you yeah, get in your yeah, stomach. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty fun. So I've never gone skydiving, but I have done all sorts of like probably more dangerous stuff than skydiving. Like the stupid rides in Orlando where they bring you up and you're basically wrapped in a sheet oh, yeah. and you pull the cord and you go whipping down and you like sky- fly through the sky. That stupid thing, the slingshot thing that whips you in. The- like I probably have back and neck problems because of doing <laughs> stupid crap like that. But um, I have a, a former neighbor who skydives. I mean, he's certified like all these different things, and he's tried to get me to go. But I, honestly, man, I feel like I would, I would get up in that plane and sit at the edge of that thing, and I would kind of crap my pants a little bit, and not. I I don't know if I would be able to. They'd have to like kind of just push me out and make me go. There you go. There you but, go. Uh, I mean, I, I'm all for it. Yeah, you're you're down with that. What um, and then so like uh, so. What's the pecking order here? It's your dad and then you, you know your brothers. Where are you in the pecking order? Are you the youngest? Are you the middle? What do you got? I'm definitely the youngest. I'm youngest. Um, my other brothers are right around that 30, just right over 30, right under 30. And then um, my my dad's over 50. Gotcha. Got, yeah. Well, some of us are over 50. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> but what, uh, so you kind of talked about the, the motocross stuff kind of um, – giving you examples of things to kind of overcome and what would be a challenge in your life that you've kind of run into a roadblock? I mean, you have a big crash and get back on the bike. I mean, where, where's an example where you've kind of said to yourself, Holy crap, I'm, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get through this and somehow you've figured out a way to get through it. Uh, I'm not really positive on how to answer that one. I, I don't, as far as the mindset behind things, I think anything's doable. So it's like, I don't really think um, like the sky has fallen very often. And even when I do, I know like the majority of, of, of my life, I've got a really strong support system as far as family. So I can really lean on them during yeah. tough times and stuff. And that's cool. You know, they, they kind of help spread the, the burdens or the weight um, pretty evenly. So, so it, talking about, Next dimension, if there's one thing that people are listening to in this podcast that you want them to know about how you guys operate, uh, standard practices, uh, you know, company mantra for how you guys work, what's the one thing people should take away when they're thinking about doing a roof, why they should call you guys? Honestly, like as simple as it sounds, I think it's just the transparency and honesty that we provide. And I, 
I know that's not like, oh, everybody could offer that, but everybody says they do and they really don't. So I think that's a really big, and I, I'm thinking more of just the customer interaction. I, I'm thinking within the team as well. And, um, you know, just as well as I do, as these companies expand rapidly, um, sometimes their eyes kind of align and start focusing, getting tunnel vision on just that dollar amount. And they kind of yeah. start, they, they lose sight of the big picture and the, the goal that you started off at the beginning with is just building a solid team. Um, and I think just how we've done that is just being honest and being very transparent um, from everything from numbers to the expectations to how we do things. And, over um, under promising and over delivering. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And then um, you talked about your team. I mean, are all your folks, are they all next dimension employees or do you guys bring in people sub to like do extra jobs and stuff like that? Oh, all of our, all of our guys are, are under our name. Okay. Um, as far as family and the last name Villarreal, it's just us four. Okay. But yeah. I'm saying the people that work for you are, are employees of next dimension. They're not, you know, subcontractors that you are picking up at home Depot on a Wednesday or Thursday morning. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. They're right. ours. And yeah. then, so if I want to get my roof replaced or if I have some damage from whatever this next hurricane that's coming through or from the last one that luckily met about, I mean, you guys got hit. Did you get hit pretty bad in Ocala? Um, no, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It really wasn't. It was a some moderate wind, but other than that, it wasn't. It wasn't. If I want to get my roof looked at and evaluated, I mean, you guys do like free estimates. Do you? I mean, how does that work? If I want to ha- call you guys up to have you come out, what's the process? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you can you can reach out to our main office, and you'll be contacted by Aaron, which is our main scheduler. Our our office number is three five two eight five seven one four six nine. And how that looks is basically. She's going to ask you a couple of questions about the property, just how tall it is, um, why you're calling, things like that. And then we'll send out a uh, roofing specialist, right? So they'll come out there, do about a 20, 30 minute inspection, show you all the photos of what's going on. If everything goes great, you know, you have nothing wrong with your roof and at least it gives you peace of mind. If right. not, we'll, we'll offer you some solutions. All right. So if you're listening to this podcast, um, you know, I think the two biggest things to take away from from my perspective as a business owner, if you're listening to this podcast, is it's never too late to reevaluate what you're doing and what your core competencies are to be able to grow your business and scale your business. I mean, the story about focusing on the roofing side of it to grow the business and make it scalable is a great lesson for any entrepreneur listening to this in their business. And then from the consumer standpoint is, you know, reaching out to Next Dimension Construction and Roofing to find out, listen, is my roof in a good spot or do I need to have these guys come in and, and, and they'll be completely transparent? And the easiest way is to start off with a phone call. You can reach out to 352-857-1469. Lucas, thank you so much for being on the Good Neighbor Podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. Have a great day and stay safe on that motorcycle. Make sure you wear a helmet and a bunch of gear. <laughs> Will do. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Passcode. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnppasco.com. That's gnppasco.com or call 813-922-3610.